The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across me is the one, the only, the beast from the not-so-far-east, Tammy the Gert Underwood. Good morning, Tam. Good morning, Scotty. So, Happy birthday to <laughs> you. You live in a zoo. You look like a monkey, and you smell like one, too. This was a fucking epic morning. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta tell you, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I'll be posting the video that Jen Doll sent me, but yeah. <laughs> So, my birthday is this coming up Tuesday, and I turned 50. <clears throat> and y'all got to bear with me. My, my voice has been just yeah, and thrashed. Mind you, we're recording this on Saturday, so that's why he said that. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> just get on to Citizens of Brutal Nation. You guys will see the t-shirts that, uh, that I got. My, the, the most but, epic one being... Uh, it says yeah. break. It says uh, weekly world news, breaking news, and you open it. And you, I I unfolded the T-shirt. It said I was uh, Sasquatch's love slave. The Bigfoot, Bigfoot's love slave. love slave. Yeah, that's fucking. Dude, up. he. Uh, I literally almost killed him. He stopped breathing for a minute because he was choking. <laughs> I had to run to get my inhaler. Damn near died. It was it was epic. My dog came and jumped up on me like, dude, are you okay? Like, I'm, I'm here to save you. I'm like, ah, oh, fine. I'm, I'm fine. here to save you because that bitch just tried to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I got to open the curtain a little bit because it could light. Hang on. Yeah, go for it. Ah, light. I'm melting. Well, I know that we like it for the sound, but I need a little bit of light because I have to read my notebook. I agree. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, and it was, I told you it was an epic birthday present. So now I told Jen Doll, I got to step up my game because now... Christmas is coming and it'll be here fast and I got to figure out what the hell to do. And then Jen sent me a couple of t-shirts, which uh, my brain's she just out did. of it right now because I'm not feeling very she good. Did. And two cups. One says, don't be a cunt cake. It has a little cupcake on it. And one says, don't be a twatopotamus. And with an octopus, right? Uh, no, a hippopotamus. With a hippopotamus. Sorry. It's a twatopotamus. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the t-shirts, I know one says... Uh, two-seater and it's an arrow yeah. up and an arrow down that was it and, and the, oh the other one says uh butthole whisperer that's right that's right and and, yeah. and it's in like the like the old 60s style tv show like, like 70s style yeah. yeah there you go 70s i'm style. gonna be wearing those at shows like i'm gonna take them with me for wardrobe changes Dude. And every set, I'm going to have a different one of those on, because that's fucking well, hilarious. And the one about the I was Bigfoot's love slave, the only people that are going to understand that are the people that know you call me Squatch. <laughs> Which is all of our listening audience. They call you fucking Squatch right, on here, too. but I mean, for work and everything, you know. But then most of them, I mean, because I know Craig and Joel and a couple of other people know you call me Squatch. Yeah, so, no, that's true. That's you know, true. You're <laughs> the friend of yours that has the band, I can't remember his name right off. Hand. Oh, Fred, yeah. Fred, there you go. Yeah, the he... one that you asked the very personal religious question to. Yeah, it was a G question. <laughs> but, but you were actually respectful about it, which I'm glad. Well, yeah, and fun <laughs> about the yamakas. <laughs> You're yeah. like, a friend and I have a very serious question. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, but yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm over here fucking dying today. I've been sick since Are yesterday. Or, yeah, Are you? Fucking, I just feel like crap, man. Well, I want to do. I want to do a little business before we get really started here because we forgot to do it last week. We have hookers. 
I said business. I when do we start employing hookers? Oh, wait a minute. There's you. But outside of you. <laughs> when it, like, uh, did, you, did you come from Sandy Boulevard and say there's a better way or something? Give like a life speech? No, dude. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even freaking talking to you right now. But I, no, I want to do a little business that you forgot to do last week. Um, hang on. I got to set it here. But for those of you in the local area, Scott... Twisted Blue has a show on Saturday, August 12th at Montevilla Station, located at 417 Northeast 80th Avenue in Portland. Okay? 21 and over, no cover, show starts at 9. Be there. Support the group. Yeah, we're, we're pretty booked out, which I'm pretty stoked we about. We are pretty booked out. I mean, I'm trying to, you know, slave you. I need, I need my money, ho. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling like. I'm feeling like a ho. Like, <laughs> me and the guys in the band feel like we should be looking at you going, no, Tammy, you don't have to use your pimp hand on us or anything don't like that. Don't use that backhand again. Yeah. I promise. We good hoes. We bring you your money. We bring you your money. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> but no, I just want to do this because we forgot to do it last week. And I want to do it for every show, you know, that you guys it's have because good. it's important. We yes. want our local fans to come out and see you. And, you know, stop by, say hi. And, True. And, you know, Scott will let you touch his pee-pee. I don't know. You can touch my pee-pee. <laughs> I was okay. going to say, he says that to everybody. So <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. I offered it, and I knew he wouldn't say and no. And if your mom's so. an older lady, bring your mom. <laughs> yeah, as long as she's over 21. Yeah, how old are you? 16, 18. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's Saturday, August 12th at Montevilla Station in Northeast Portland. So be there. And, you know, say hi. <laughs> there you go. I did your plug for you. Thank you for plugging me. <laughs> you're welcome, because I know you're not feeling good. So I, I do. Figure. I feel like crap, man. Well, I know. And you freaking, you need to start your drinking now, because you need to be better by tomorrow. Well, thankfully, tomorrow's show, I only have to pull off a one-hour set. It's that, not like yeah, like a 45-minute set. Yeah. yeah. It's not like our three- and four-hour-plus shows. I mean, shit. Well, and I that's good. I mean, and that's hour. the plus side of that. And you guys go on late. You're the last act, so you're the headliner, you know, uh-huh. because. Because we're awesome like that. <laughs> 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 and everybody can touch my PV after the show. Yeah. So, yeah. If Beep. you're listening to this and you come to the show, say, go up and say, hey, Scott, I want to touch your PV, and he'll know where you're from. <laughs> PV touching for everybody. <laughs> everybody now. Okay, so today we are actually going to cover updates on both of the Idaho cases that are happening right now. That we're talking about Kaler, uh, Major John Kaler, who shot the four his four neighbors on Father's Day because the 18 year old boy kept exposing himself to his children. There's an update on that case. I got my hands on the. Um, Oh, God, what's it called? Something. Brian Koberger. No, the, oh, the other affidavit one. Oh. is, That's you right. know, okay. the no. probable cause affidavit. That's what it's called. Right, right, right. I got my hands on that, so I'm going to read through that, and it goes into a lot of detail on, you know, the what happened that night, and Scott and I were like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, I think all those should start off was, there I was, minding my own business, <laughs> drinking a PBR and reading my Bible. And the neighbor boy exposed himself to my daughter, and I said, fuck you. I was like, I don't want to see your wiener, neither does my little girl. I'm going to shoot you in the pecker. <laughs> and we're also 
going to talk about <laughs> the Brian Koberger case because I have more information. That's Koberger, not Hamburger. That's right. Not Koberger. Like or he, yeah, no cheese on this one. You never know, man. My now you might have a little cheese on that back door. Ew. <laughs> but I came across some more information on this that makes this like still one of the most bizarre cases that I have ever had the pleasure of researching and it's driving me crazy. You haven't seen the case of the you know, human and goat DNA from the zoo. You know what happens? I thought those charges were dropped, Scott. You know what happens when you mix human and goat DNA? What, Scott? They get kicked out of the petting zoo. <laughs> you get kicked out. You get 86 in a restraining order. <laughs> exactly. Now, that's another place that my picture's at. Is there's no Scots along with high schools and... <laughs> high schools and churches and... Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not allowed in a lot of places, I'm really, I'm really not allowed in like public. Like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, don't, get, don't get me started on the great Chuck E. Cheese incident of 2021. That, that, that was... It yeah, was the best of times, but Chuck- it was the worst of times. <laughs> not allowed at Chuck E. Cheese. You're not allowed at any like arcade or amusement park or any. Are you even allowed in Disneyland anymore? <laughs> no. Let me tell you. So there I was. It was me and Mickey, right? And Mickey, Minding our own business, reading our Bible. <laughs> exactly. We're over there by the Matterhorn, you know, and Mickey like whips out some acid, and uh, so we dropped a couple of tabs, you know, blue dot. And maybe we smoked a few joints. With the dead Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> then he became like evil dead Mickey. And did you know that it is illegal to try to molest a Donald Duck while uh, you know you're you're on a roller coaster? With Pluto watching in the background. Oh, Pluto was smacking, was smacking my ass with his tail, going, "Go, Daddy! Go, Daddy! You're at Disney! Go, Daddy!" <laughs> Don't even get me started on Goofy. Those teeth might look like they're dull, but they're sharp as fuck. How come Goofy can talk and Pluto can't? Um, because he's a deaf mute. Duh. Well, I was just saying, they're both dogs. Why can one dog talk and the other one can't? Because one's retarded and one's a deaf mute. Gotcha. It's a disability, man. Be respectful of the disabled. <laughs> I'm respectful of my son. Dude. And you. Oh, snap, dragon. <laughs> you know what? I'll make you my sex slave again. Shut the fuck up. I'm wearing that shirt. I might, I might dude, wear it tomorrow night at the show. Dude, that is so funny. Because I was like, because Craig, when he took me to the uh, my mechanic to get the car yesterday, because he's awesome, he um, he goes, oh, I can't wait till he wears that to work. <laughs> I said, me neither. <laughs> but, okay, so let us talk about the Major John Kaler incident first, Okay. Um, as I said, on Father's Day of this year, um, Major John Kayla returned home from work, found out that his neighbor exposed himself to his daughter again, which it had happened previously when they called the cops. The cops said, you know, took a report and everything, but nothing seemed to have been done. And I'll get into that in a minute. Then it happened again on Father's Day. And this is what happened after he got back home and learned about this incident. Happy okay? Father's Day. Here's my penis. Yeah. Well, after Major John got home from work and his wife told him this is a series of events. Are you ready? That sounds like, a, isn't, didn't Lemony Snicket have a series of unfortunate he events? He did have, yes. And this kind of falls along the lines of that one because, you know, the family died in a fire in that movie. 
or that book too. I don't know. I never read the book, but yeah, better than firing squad, right? Yes. <laughs> now I want you to know this is how it goes. Um, he has five counts against him. He has count one is that the defendant, Major John Kaler, on or about the 18th of June, 2023, in the county of Shoshone, state of Idaho, did willfully, deliberately, and with malice aforethought, unlawfully kill the person of Kenna Gardapi. That's the mother. A human being to wit by shooting her, which resulted in her death and which was premeditated and or to e- execute vengeance. Count two is the same thing against Kenneth R. Gardapi, which is the grandfather. Count three um, is the defendant, Major John Kaler, on or about the 18th day of June, 2023, in the county of Shoshone, state of Idaho, did willfully, deliberately, and with malice, aforethought, unlawfully kill the person of A.S., which is the minor, that's why they only use his initials, a human being to it by shooting him, which resulted in his death, and which was premeditated to execute vengeance and or commit in the perpetration of burglary. Now, I was confused on that because I know he didn't steal anything. Yeah, I was a little confused myself. However, in the state of Idaho, if you enter a residence um, unlawfully and either commit theft and or murder, it's considered burglary. That's kind of retarded. Yeah, So, because I had to look it up. And in Idaho, that's the, you know... Layout of that law. Then again, there's times I've been in my kitchen. I've committed hamburglary <laughs> and everything else, freaking, and the fry guy and grimace and all that shit. Oh, I wasn't grimacing by the end of it, dude. I times. told you that one year when I was in high school working for McDonald's, we always used to have um, crazy days in Storm Lake. I think that's what it was called, and it was where you know the. The store in the summer, the stores downtown would bring out, you know, sale items, put them on the sidewalk. They'd have, you know, popcorn festival, big old, huge event. Right. And um, McDonald's wanted to be involved. And I, being a crew trainer, was talked into being the hamburglar. <laughs> and let me tell you something. In the middle of summer, wearing that damn outfit with that huge ass plastic head, I sweated like a pig. And nobody told me if you wear a headband, the sweat won't get in your eyes. Well, I had sweat in my eyes all day, and I hated it. And the stripes on the costume set you up for your future. And it freaking shut up. <laughs> and it freaking stunk because I don't think anybody ever cleaned that head from year to year. But yeah, it was gross. But I, Underwood, <laughs> over there, Hamburglar, over there, <laughs> over there. <laughs> Negative female inmate. Negative female inmate. <laughs> Getting pretty fucking good at that. You you are getting pretty good at that. That's three. Fi- oh my god, that's a three finger jobber right there. Is what that is. Lord, you see that right there? You can spread them out and give her the almost spocker, or you can give her the shocker, or you can give her the call blocker. You know that some people can't do this. I can, but I'm a guitar player, so my fingers have to move that way. Do you think like? Yeah, Is both my hands. Like yeah. No, I can do it with both my hands too, but that's only because I'm amazing. Yep. But anyways, then count four is the same thing to 
kill the person of Devin R. Smith, which is the guy that the 18 year old who kept exposing himself. Then count five is that the defendant, Major John Kaler, on or about the 18th day of June 2023 in the county of Shoshone, state of Idaho, did enter into a house room and or apartment with the intent to commit the crime of murder. All of which is contrary to the form of the statute in such case and against the peace and dignity of the state of Idaho. Said complainant, therefore, prays that a warrant may be issued. Praise for I thought they were separating church and state. Um, <laughs> may be issued for the arrest of said defendant and that they may be. Hang on. I got to go to the next page dealt with according to law or if the defendant has been arrested without a warrant that they be detained to be required to post bail prior to being released and then it was signed by the attorney the prosecuting attorney and the magistrate judge um now it also goes into the um affidavit that supports the warrantless arrest because there's no warrant when he was arrested obviously um, and this is where it gets into some very graphic detail and that we didn't have before. Because we knew that he shot four people. There he was watching Anal Orgy Gang Bang 5. Is and that what it was? It was, wasn't Deep Throat or Debbie Does Dallas? Oh, hell no. You got to go for Anal Orgy Gang Bang. Because I'm pretty sure that's what Jen Dahl is into. Anyway. <laughs> You're still mad at her, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> But that those are epic. Those are fucking epic. Dude. He was rubbing butter on his nipples and uh, <laughs> it's saying, Yeehaw, I'm a cowboy. And uh, then he saw his neighbor's wiener again. And he's like, uh, uh, nope, that's yeah. not the dick for me. Oh, that reminds me. We need to ask my sister, Melissa, why do, what is the purpose of the butter on the nose for the birthday? Because I did it this morning. Holy shit, I got, yeah, hold on. Hold. And yeah, I did. Like I know you again, are. Because I did, I did rub the butter. I did put the butter on his nose this morning and kissed his, kissed his head and said, happy birthday for you. But it we want to know the purpose of that. Yeah, because he kind of shied away from me. Like, I don't know why. But yeah. Because I thought that you were going to try to make me Bigfoot's love slave again, and um, my butt still hurts. As I'm stroking your nose, that's, <laughs> your butt still hurts. That's what you were heading for. <laughs> that's right. I'm telling you, Todd asked me last night, he goes, why does he call you Sasquatch? And I go, because of my foot size and the fact that my Nikes are size 14, which are bigger than his size 10, and he's jealous. And the fact that I kind of stand taller than him sometimes, depending on what shoes I wear. My hair is all frizzy when sometimes I I said I look like a Neanderthal. And he goes, oh, I just wanted to make sure my future wife doesn't have a bigger penis than me. I said, no, that's not true. (laughs) So there. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah. So I had to reassure, you know, my fiance that (laughs) that I don't have a bigger penis than him, despite what my mama says. (laughs) Okay, now we're going to go on to this uh, affidavit and support. Now, this is the affidavit from the detective from the um, Idaho. I think this is the um, detective from the Idaho state of Idaho uh, police, Idaho State Police. Um, his name, I, Detective Justin Klitsch. Being well, I'm sorry. What? What? what his what, last is name that? is Klitsch. K L I T C H. That is so. What did you hear? Justin Klitsch. 
You didn't hear the ch at the end. I did not. I'm like, whoa, dude. If that is your last, if your last name is Clit, maybe just dude, maybe yeah, Justin, dude, just in Clit. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should be changing your name, homie. Yeah, no, just we're saying. not making fun of you, sir. Obviously, but, yeah, because you know. Know, next time I go out to freaking Idaho, I I know to that Kellogg and Shoshone County, we're already going to be arrested in so many places across <laughs> the U.S. and in England and Australia. But that's and shooting country out there, man. They'll fucking they're, they're going to shoot me in my butthole. That's, that's true, that's and maybe and maybe even freaking South Africa because we cannot get our nice fans' name right. <laughs> but she does know that I'm seriously trying, so you know. That's why I'm just I'm changing her name. It's not going to be whatever the fuck she says it is. It's going to be just a whole different name. I don't know what I'm going to call her yet. I might call her Tammy, too. I might call her <laughs> Beth. I well, might... you did call her Rhonda on Facebook. You go, Rhonda's your new name. I know because she told me, she goes, Scott still can't pronounce it. So he's just giving me a new name. I said, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> I think it's Ileana. It, I think it's Heliana. Heliana. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think I'm getting closer. There's no way. I, I, I get, yeah. no, I'm, I'm Eliano, you, you stay. I have I'm it written down in a different call, notebook. I'm just going to yeah. refer to her as South African chick. And yeah. If I, if I could download the voice recording she keeps sending me, because she does do it all the time. <laughs> Every time she goes, you're getting closer. And then she tries to tell me phonetically. Maybe I should have her spell it phonetically for me. And then I can do that. That's what I asked her to do instead. That's what I got when the first time was my name is Walla 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 Spritzer. <laughs> that is not what she said. She, ha but I'm telling you, she does have a very beautiful accent. I love the accent. Dude, I'll admit that. But love the accent. Can't fucking understand but what the hell yeah. her name is because I think I'm a little in love with her myself. Ooh, secret <laughs> lovers. Sancha over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever. You didn't even know what Sancho meant until this year, so be quiet. I've known Mexicans <laughs> named Sancho, man. I, I didn't know it was fucking Your ex-wife is Mexican, and you didn't even know what Sancho meant. She's not a real Mexican, okay? She is. She's I mean, beautiful. I love you, my rich. But she was, you know, she's the whitest Mexican. Like, she acts super white, so there you go. <laughs> it's not like I picked her up from, like, San Diego from the is border. Is she gentrified? She's gentrified. <laughs> I had to put a shot collar on her, but, you know. Dude, I love her. I want her to come out and see me again. You know, I miss her. Um, anyways, so let's get back to Justin, Detective Justin Klitsch. Being first duly sworn, state that I am the same person whose name is subscribed to the attached criminal citation felony. And it was a moist day. You're so stupid. And that my answers to the questions asked by the court with reference to said arrest are as follows. On June 18, 2023, at approximately 1920 hours, which is 720 p.m., a 911 call came into Shoshone County dispatch alleging shots fired in the area of 515 Brown Avenue, Kellogg, Shoshone County, Idaho. Shortly thereafter, a second call was received by dispatch that an individual had executed his neighbors. Sergeant Jared Belaski of the Shoshone County Sheriff's Office arrived on scene at 1924. So it only took him four minutes to get there, which is impressive. Holy shit. No but then kidding, it's man. a white neighborhood, so 911 ain't a joke in that town. Well, I tell you, it's like up in Kellogg and... Places it's like all that. white. <laughs> it's it's mostly white, and that's shoot 'em up Yosemite Sam area. Yeah, right that's there. like it is actually considered Coeur d'Alene area. 
Yeah, they're, they're, so, you yeah. know what? They're up there. They're, they're thinking if we don't show up quick, then more people will die because this motherfucker will be like, I'm the rootinest, tootinest, shootinest outlaw this side of the Pecos. And pretty <laughs> Isn't s- that what's his name? Just to be Sam. Yeah. yeah. I can't do his voice right now because. I'm trying not to sound like Herbert the pervert. No, you don't need to try to do different voices today because you need to be better by tomorrow. Well, I, I'll tell you this, though. I was talking to to, to Jen Dahl on the phone. And I know I yesterday? sound like yesterday. And then I, I realized I sound like Herbert the pervert. So I was like, who likes popsicles? <laughs> I got a bunch down in my basement. I got a quarter in my pocket. Why don't you fish it out for me? But the best. Well, she was trying to wake up Walker, her son, right? That's the old guy with the dog that yeah. can't walk. Yeah. Who's <laughs> like always, that, like, drags his feet. Who's, who's always trying to get into Chris's yeah. pants. Yeah. And, and she goes, Walker, you have to get up. No, let him sleep. Walker, you and I can spoon. I'll be the big spoon. You should have offered to be the little spoon. <laughs> that would have been funnier. Poor Walker. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. bad enough Jen gets us. And then it's so funny because she sent me a text one time uh, about a cro- uh, case or whatever. She goes, oh, my God, you're never going to run out of crazies. I said, honey, it doesn't matter. We'll never run out of crazies. We have you. And she goes, facts. <laughs> so anyways, um, when Sergeant Jared Belaski arrived at the scene, he observed two individuals later identified as Major John A. Kaler. Um, and then they, they don't leave, they don't have the other name in there. I don't know why. I'm pretty sure it was his wife in the street at the location of 515 Brown Avenue in Kellogg, Idaho. Kaler told Sergeant Pulaski that he had shot, killed his neighbor. So he was like, straight up. I did it. Right. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. At approximately 1957 hours, which is 757, I, Idaho State Police Detective Justin Klitsch, I want to make sure I get that sound in there. The moistest justice in all the land. Whatever. Was advised and requested to respond to the 515 Brown Avenue Kellogg Shoshone, Idaho location. I would arrive at the scene of the homicide at approximately 2135. So it took him a little longer to get there. I'm pretty sure he was farther away. And he had to stop and get coffee and donuts. No, I, I feel you, man. I feel you. <laughs> Do they still have a Dunkin' Donuts out there? No, that's an East Coast thing, believe it or not. They still have them on the East Coast? Yeah, that's the only place I've ever seen Dunkin'. Is we used to have Dunkin' Donuts out here, all all over Portland and everything. No shit, man. You yeah, there was one me. over. There was actually one over there off Halsey for a while. You want to piss off some people in the New England states, man? Like, oh, go to Dunkin'. You have to have Dunkin'. 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 I mean, Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts sucks, and then you start a riot, and then you run. <laughs> and then you run. Like, remember uh, Fluffy, what's his name? Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, when he has that bit about how he, he got Krispy Kreme and they pulled out and the cop pulled him over and he goes, the cop goes, do you know why I pulled you over? He goes, because you smelled them, didn't you? Because you could smell it. <laughs> I could, because Drew Carey has a bit about, you know, when it's pouring down rain, he likes to run stop signs and the cop comes up to his window and goes, do you know why I pulled you over? And he goes, do you know why I ran that stop sign? <laughs> but then Drew carries like my hall pass. So, um, 
So anyways, he goes, I would arrive at the scene of the homicide at approximately 2135 hours and assume investigatory duties at that location during my communication in route to the scene. And after initial investigative activities, once on location, I would come to learn the following. The four deceased victims were Kenneth R. Gardapi, Kenna L. Gardapi, or Kenna I. Gardapi? L or I, can't tell. Um... Devin R. Smith and A.S., which was the minor. The suspect, Major Major John A. Kaler, was detained prior to my arrival. A few days prior to the incident, the suspect's wife, Kaylee M. Kaler, had made a post on Facebook describing a recent incident between her, her daughters, and Devin Smith. In her post, which they have taken down his Facebook and her Facebook, by the way, in her shit, fuck. In I, her shit. Whoa! No, I keep forgetting that the scroll wheel on this mouse. Say, this this work conversation took a dark turn. Like I'm not into poop play. That's that's gross. That's gross. That's fucking Scat gross, play man. is disgusting. I mean, if y'all out there are into it, that's your thing. You're still gross, but I to mean, me yeah, because you know, as we've discussed, and you know, Crazy Jen doll keeps telling me that you guys are a bunch of freaky people. That's because secretly she likes butt stuff. I know it. I know it. She's probably sitting there going, She acts oh, all innocent. His hands look huge. I bet you he can stretch my butt for miles. <laughs> I'm just, I'm starting shit with Jen. That's all I'm doing right now is just starting shit with Jen. Because I know I'm going to be getting message after me. You're an asshole. Yeah, oh, just bit. wait till she hears this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You'll be an asshole and everything else. But you're, I know you're getting even with her. So they go. <laughs> hey, I, I got the t shirt to prove this next thing because I'm the butthole whisperer. That's right. Because that has double meaning, because you poop a lot, and you no, always talk about butt no, stuff. I, I, can t- I can tell you where she got that t-shirt. Okay. Okay. So, she sends me these things. I can't remember the dude's name, but he's dressed up in uh, 80s apparel, including a pair of Heelys, the roller skate thingamajiggers. Oh, the with the skate and the um, heel yeah. of the tennis shoe? Right. And that he- was actually in the 2000s, but okay. Oh. Well, he looks like he's from the 70s with a fanny pack and everything, and he always has the worst pickup lines. Like, Mama, are you a pack of Skittles? Because I'd like to taste your rainbow. And Dude, those are pickup lines you would use. Don't judge me. Don't fucking judge me. I have used those, and they work, okay? I'm just saying. I mean, you, you, you got to be at the bar, and you have to get the drunkest chick. So that's funny. Then I'm going to blow you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are. Because taste the rainbow, motherfucker. Um, but uh, <laughs> she says, I mean, and this guy's just got some epic ones. They're oh just, they're so horrible that they're just, they're wonderful. Like when you wish upon a star, like perfect shit. <laughs> and does he use the butthole whisperer? One of his, the one of the t-shirts that he wears, it's just like that one's butthole whisperer. Oh dear Lord. That is <laughs> funny. That is fun. Okay. That is epic. I like, I mean, now that I know where it's coming from, that's funny. Now, um, in her post, Kaylee indicated Devin had exposed himself, was shaking his penis and masturbating through a window in front of her and her juvenile daughters. Now, the address of 515 West Brown Avenue, Kellogg, Idaho, is a two-story residential apartment building. Like, a, It's a duplex, but it's top and bottom instead of side to side like called here. A, it's called a townhouse. Oh, well, they called it a duplex online, so there no. you go. Now, with two apartments designed... Well, because basically it's a 
it's like an entrance down here, and then you go up these outside stairs, and then because each one is a like a flat level, it's not like some uh, townhouses where well, you like go up and it's like I'm used to I'm I'm weird. used to two entrances. Top I know. and bottom. Two seater. <laughs> it's a two seater. Don't you you should actually, you know, have a three seater. I don't know. No, nobody could Yeah. <laughs> You're a two seater, but you you have three entrances and exits. There you go. You um, act like I'm a slut or something. You kinda are. But each one is like a flat level, so it's like one apartment here and then upstairs is another, you know, like that. Um so where was I? Now, the apartment could be described as a, a tan or light yellowish color. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. Apartment A was a ground level, and that's where the um, Devin Smith and his family lived. And then the Kalers lived above that. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. I thought that like each apartment had upstairs and downstairs. No. No, that's what I'm saying that okay. one was now one I'm single level and the other one was the second level. Gotcha. Okay, now I'm understanding. That's, yeah. that's where I was like That's what confused. I was trying to do with my arms and my hands, but apparently you're not paying attention to I me. Am. I am. I thought you're hands. trying to do YMCA over there. No, this is like the YMCA. fucking village people shit going on. Like that video I sent you with those the mom and son dancing. That was oh epic. God, that was good horrible. though. It's fucking horrible. It was funny. Now let's see here. What I'm, try- I'm trying to skip through all the things about the apartments because we don't really need those details. Um, okay, anyways. Now, Devin Smith and A.S. victims were found deceased inside apartment A. And Kenna and Kenneth were found deceased outside near the entrance so they all of them weren't inside the house like we assumed in the beginning remember that right right so i thought yeah we thought he just like stormed into the house and just shot them all now the location uh, do you see rear entrance story stairway the location and situation of the bodies are as follows now kenna was lying face up next to the rear exterior concrete steps to apartment a my fucking oh this mouse is gonna piss me off i don't like this one and the other one's not working for some reason no damn yeah um we're lying let's see we're lying face up next to the rear exterior concrete steps at apartment a with an apparent gunshot wound through her right temple which appeared to have been fired within close proximity so you know like right there at the head like he put the gun up and boom now um kenneth was found partially on the concrete steps and partially on the garden area next to the steps. He also had an apparent gunshot wound to the right temple, which appeared to have been fired at close proximity based on the entry wound. Now, there were multiple 44 caliber casings in the immediate vicinity of both Kenneth and Kenneth. So that's a pretty big-ass gun. I was going to say, because like my sidearm that I keep on the side of the bed is a 45. Okay, so it's a step down. <clears throat> and it's got less of a powder charge than a forty-four, dude. My forty-five will blow holes in people big enough so you know what they had for breakfast and what they're thinking. Yeah, which Fucking makes me 44. wonder because if it was that close, I mean, because this forty-five, if it was at close range, you would think that most of their head would be gone. I would think that if he was using anything except for like if he, if he was even using lead, I would think that half the head would be gone. But if he was using maybe um, uh, FMJ's full metal jacket. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It might be a straight through and through, but that 
there's a whole bunch of danger there. I mean, it can go through walls and fucking murder the dog and the neighbors and fucking wow. give somebody a vasectomy. <laughs> You're so dumb. Okay, so anyways, um, on the interior of apartment A, A.S. was found lying face down on his stomach between the kitchen and the living room with a gunshot wound to the right, right temple that appeared to be fired at close proximity based on the entry wound, and there was one forty-four caliber firearm casing found near him. Um, so I'm thinking the multiple casings were the two, because it doesn't say more than, you know, two shots were fired outside. Now, Devin Smith, this is where I want to have some discussion on this, was found in the southeastern bedroom of apartment A, behind the bedroom door, on his knees, face down, with multiple gunshot wounds to his head. There were multiple 45 caliber firearm casings found in the bedroom where Devin Smith was located. I want to talk about this. Okay, you and I discussed this already kind of briefly. But um, I believe, I mean, and it gets into it a little bit here. And it gets into it in a news article that I read that apparently... Um, there was an argument between Kaylee and Major John and Kenna and Kenneth. Okay, because Kaylee told um oh shit. Kaylee told Major John when he got home that Devin had exposed himself again. Okay? So they went over and talked to uh Kenna and Kenneth and according to I mean, and this is caught on video surveillance from a local business with, you could hear the audio too, okay? Even though I haven't gotten hold of those tapes, it was obvious that there was an argument. They said something about him exposing himself and Kenna and Kenneth weren't going to do anything about it. They were like, whatever, he, you know, let him do what he wants to do. He's a boy, right? Kind of thing. I don't know if those were the words, but that's what I'm But getting. that's how they were acting. I got to admit yeah. it, you know, seriously, because, you know. Yeah, they were like not willing to do Nobody anything did shit about, about this little asshole. I, I, yeah. I, I'm trying not to speak up about this and be a dick, but this is a little fucking prick that he, in school, he was doing the same thing and fucking, mm-hmm. like, he, you know, pushed girls and shit against lockers and, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, forced himself on him and he's, you know, whipping out his dick in, in his room, showing him the little kids and nobody did jack shit. So, for, for him dying, good riddance to bad rubbish. For the rest of the family, maybe not right. so much. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, I mean, this is what I'm getting at. So, it's like, so, and to me, it seems like the way the bodies were found, I believe that as soon as they said, you know what, whatever, he's going to do what he wants to do anyways, we're not going to stop him type thing, I believe he just pulled out his gun, because apparently he, when he got home, he put his gun on with a holster, okay, on his holster and had it on. So, and I think that in Idaho, you have an, you can have an open carry, can't you? I in believe Idaho? so, yeah, 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 I think so. yeah. So he would have just either had it at his hip or had it at it, you know, on his side um, if it was a shoulder holster. But I believe he just pulled out that gun and shot Kenneth right in her face, you know, in her temple. And then I believe Kenneth, the way his body was positioned, I believe he had turned to go inside when he was shot. That's what I'm getting from the body positions. Okay. And I believe that when he walked inside the house, he was just, you know what? If you stand in my way, you're dead. And I believe A.S. stood in his way because there was only one gunshot wound to his head. 
But now we get into the bedroom. I believe this is only this is my opinion, and it's allegedly because there's no proof yet because nobody's come out and said exactly how it happened. But I believe he forced that boy to get down on his knees and beg for his life. Good. I hope he did. And then I believe he said, you know what? Not good enough. And shot him more than once in the head. Like it was, it sounds like it was like, you know, because remember we talked about it, wasn't it 13 shots? Yep. And how many shots are in your, um, your magazine? Okay. So I have a Smith and Wesson model 4505 Mm -hmm. ACP. Mm-hmm. Takes eight in the mag and nine in, uh, eight in the mag and one in the pipe, which makes nine bullets in total. Which that's in the thingy to fire. I just want people to know what the pipe means. Yeah, yeah. right. It, it, it chamber. chamber. Yeah, that's the thing I was thinking of. <laughs> but go ahead. That's it. Yeah, that's all. Oh, okay. So, well, we. I thought you were going to finish that because we talked more about it. So, eight in the mag, one in the pipe, or in the chamber, which means nine. So he had to reload. To shoot four more rounds. They found the extra magazine, the empty magazine in the in their pickup truck. Yeah, they found the empty, and then they found the one with, you know, so many rounds in it. Um, so there's that. So, yeah, he had to reload that fucker. So, you know, he only shot three shots. So he shot ten bullets into this kid. I'm telling you, man, there's, nothing, there's nothing left of Devin except for bits. Like, like seriously. Yeah. Like, he oh, shot man. ten bullets into this boy's head. Which, you know what? I, I'm not saying he's justified. Because I don't condone this kind of, you know, actions. Because nobody deserves, nobody has a right to kill anybody. Period. However... In the heat of the moment, you never know what you're, what's going to go through your mind. And as a parent, you do anything you can to protect your child. If you're, if you're a good parent, right? We talked about this with Scott DeCry last week. Right. Uh, honestly, I don't... Okay. So, Here's the things that I do different in both the cases. Number one, is I gave it a lot of thought. With Scott DeCry, if it was like my son's mom, and she's you who shall not be mentioned... I she would, who shall not be named. I will not go in. I wouldn't go in and, and maybe kill everybody that she worked with. But she would be a picture on the back of a milk carton. Yes. I mean, I believe in going through legal channels, but what do you do? What do you do when, when you know, you need to protect your kid? And it would be the same with this little fucking peckerhead, that, uh, this Devin kid. Um, and I know the parents, are not parents, but the family's going, Oh, my God, how can you say that about Devin? You know what? Fuck yourself. The kid was a fucking piece of shit. Um... He would have been a hashtag. Like, seriously, they would have been, where'd Devin Dude. go? I don't know. He must have just disappeared. Yeah. I, I, he must have gone, must have run away, you know? Yeah. Probably out there molesting kids. Yeah, probably. You know, out in the, up the woods of Idaho with the Bigfoots. That's right, with the Bigfeets. <laughs> with the Bigfeets. He was Bigfoot sucks. <laughs> well, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I, that's I, what I'm picturing in my head, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's what's going to come out, because finding him on his knees... Face down tells me, you know, beg for your life, motherfucker. And you know what? Not good enough. You know, I don't care. We asked you to stop exposing yourself to my daughter, and you couldn't do that. So maybe with the Devin kid, I would have just beat the evil fuck out of him. But maybe I would have killed him. But I don't know. Yeah, you never know what you're going to do in the heat of the moment. You never know. Nobody does. Um, In a situation, any situation like that. Um, Again, um, 
I can see why he shot the mom and grandpa. I still don't understand or comprehend why he shot the child, the minor. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it's a heat of the moment thing, you know, but and it's not right. Don't, you know, because we, we were reading stuff before from the from the minors, like best friend. Going, Dude, yeah, that he been... did not. Con- he knew his brother was doing bad shit, did not condone it. Wish he could, you know, find a way to either separate himself from it or make him stop or whatever. Right. Right. So, right. yeah. But here you got mommy and you got fucking granddad who are sitting there. Well, boys will be boys. No, boys. Yeah. Let me explain something to you, ladies. And this is for you boys out there, too. Boys won't just be boys, okay? There's there's a difference between yeah, guy talk and how things really go down. So here's us guys, okay? I got a couple of examples. Like, you're at the bar right. with your friends, okay? Right. And then your cell phone rings and uh, you're <laughs> hey, who's that? Oh, it's like my old lady. And you go, hold on, I got to step away from this. You know, I'm going to tell her I'm going to stay here. I'm a, I'm a man. Then you step away from the bar and then it goes down like this. Hi, Pookie. Mm-hmm. How's Hi, it going? Yo. No, no, baby, 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 no, don't be, oh, 10 more minutes, okay, and then I promise I'm going to leave, okay, no, I'm not drunk, I promise, if I was, I'd call an Uber, yeah, I love you too, kiss, 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 and then you go back, well, what'd you tell, I told that bitch I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do, that's what I told her, damn I'm it. the man, I'm the man, <laughs> I wear the pants in this family, no, you don't, and we all, and here's the thing, all of us guys know it, all of us guys are looking at him, and we're, we're encouraging, that's right, man, you told her, because you're the man, that's right, I'm the man, we all know you're full of shit, because, we all do the same fucking thing, you know. Like if your bu- if your buddy Bob's phone rings five minutes later, hold, on, I'm gonna tell my bitch the same thing. And you're gonna step away and go, "Hi, Pookie." No, yeah. no, no, uh, no. Ten more minutes, okay? Kiss, kiss. I love you. No, yes, I'll pick up some milk too. Okay, okay. Love you. <laughs> no, I told her the same fucking thing. Well, you know what? In ten minutes, I gotta go anyway. She's fucking lucky. But um, <laughs> but she's like, so- I gotta get up early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. It, by and large, that's it. I'm fucking, uh, we're a lot more respectful around our women than that. Anyway, go for it. Well, no, and not just that. Even if boys will be boys, there's a difference between a boy masturbating in his bedroom or the bathroom because a normal boy will shut his curtains and his door. Your son does it. And we know he's in there because we've seen the lube and the fleshlight. I mean, we all have talked about it. It's traumatizing. But you know what I'm saying? He doesn't do it with his window open, so ever the whole every Tom Dick and Harry can see him. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So the fact that this, yes, I am not going to say that this boy shouldn't have been masturbating in his bedroom. I'm just saying he shouldn't have been doing it with in front of the window with children outside playing who could see him do it. You know that was wrong, and that no, is not I, boy being boy. That is pervert being pervert. Like, like for real, man. Like, and I don't buy that bullshit. Boys will be boys when it comes to. Literally victimizing anybody. You know, boys aren't boys. Real boys don't sit there and whip their dick out in front of, like, random kids, you know, and shit like that. That's not what boys do. No. No, they don't. That's that's what perverts do. That's what sick individuals do. Um, Now, then he goes on to say, um, oh, that after Kaler said he snapped, lost it, and did something about it, he said... He wanted an attorney, so the interview was promptly concluded, which, you know, good for them. Then he said, 
I then interviewed Kaylee Kaler in summary. Kaylee indicated the four victims had recently moved into the apartment and she had observed Devin Smith fully nude, holding his penis, masturbating in front of her and her juvenile daughter through a window on the previous Tuesday, June 13th, which is my sister's birthday, by the way. The police responded and investigated the incident. On June 18th, 2023, at approximately 1800 hours, which was 6 p.m., an argument occurred between Kaylee, Major John, and Kenna, which was later confirmed by the video surveillance obtained from an adjacent building, which captured pertinent portions of this incident. Kaylee indicated Major John had a holster gun on his person, which he put on after arriving home from work and before going outside with the family to water plants in the backyard area that is shared by both apartments. Kaylee indicated she'd had possession of the handgun, which she described as black and heavy prior to Major John getting home from work. She indicated Major John and herself were standing in the backyard outside near the back door of apartment A, arguing with Kenna about the inappropriate behavior of her son, Devin, and their lack of taking the situation seriously. Now, this makes me wonder, because it's like if you just holstered it and went out to water plants... I'm wondering if they always had their gun on them when they went outside for some reason. It could be. I mean, it's just somebody Sam fucking territory. Yeah, that's true. Shootinist. You know, because it's like, okay, he holstered, went out, watered plants. It didn't seem like he, like, grabbed his gun and went next door to confront anybody at first, you know, is what I'm getting from this. Um, but they, uh, and their lack was taken seriously. Now, she appeared concerned that there would be no consequences. This is Kaylee appeared concerned there would be no consequences for Devin's actions, either by law enforcement or his family. Kaylee indicated she was standing near Major John when she heard gunshots. Then she saw Kenneth fall to the ground. Then she saw Kenneth fall to the ground. Kaylee then ran upstairs to her apartment and heard additional gunshots. She did not remember seeing Major John holding the handgun. But Kaylee indicated both Kenneth and Kenna were not armed. Kaylee further noted that Major John said he did what he had to do and to tell their kids he protected them. Kaylee said after the shooting, Major John handed her his phone and his keys and his wallet and asked her to hold on to them. She said she placed them both her and Kate and Major John's phones down inside their apartment. Then Kaylee saw, observed Major John put a belt, holster, and gun in their Dodge truck, which was parked outside. Then she overheard him talking on the phone saying he had killed four people. So he went to the truck, put the gun inside, and called the police himself. Right? He wasn't trying to hide this fact. He called 911 and said, you know what? I killed my neighbors. So um, the detective asked Kaylee if her and Major John had talked to each other about what they were going to do if an incident were to happen again. And she indicated Major John had already told the police that if something like this, referring to the incident of exposure, that Major John was going to take care of it, which she indicated she interpreted as more like beating someone up, which is what you had said. Yeah, like seriously, because... right. I mean, okay, 
let me give you give everybody the, my my kind of take on 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 using guns. Okay. Right. Number one, I am highly trained on using firearms. I don't ever fucking miss, and that's not tooting my own horn. I've just spent most of my life shooting. Right. You know. Um, however, that's my last resort. I'm very deadly with my hands, and. In a case like this, I think that's where I would take it first. I probably would have been arrested either way. I'd kick in the goddamn right, door. You would have been arrested for assault. Yeah, I would. I mean, but the I door. don't believe you would have assaulted the other three family members. No. You would have said, "You know what? Get me, get out of my way, because I'm going to beat his ass." I would have probably backhanded Grandpa. Yeah. And Mom would be there going, "You're not going to touch my son." I probably would have backhanded her too. Yeah. Because they're they're part of the problem. Or I'm sat pr- her ass down. Yeah. And fucking, I'm pretty sure little brother would be like, dude, high five, fist bump, go kick his fucking yeah, shitty you know, ass. Have at it, brother. <laughs> and I would, probably, I, I would have beat him and probably broken several bones. Because it's not my, it wouldn't be my first time that I've broken somebody's bones. Yeah. Um, this is why I've had to take anger management. Yeah. Um, you know, and I would have. What I what I did with the guy who tried to break into my hotel room? What was it like six seven months ago? Oh my god! Not yeah yeah. You you, ed- you gave him educated. an educated. You yep. educated him. Yep. I'm I was I was educating him. Yes, and yes. that's what I would have done. Isn't that what you told the police? I'm edu- I'm giving him an education. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> educating him, sir. Can you please stop educating him? And that made me stop. <laughs> but I would I would have given Devin a fucking good yeah. first class education. He's yeah. gonna learn one of two things. Number one, and, and this is only after the cops and everybody said no, let him do his thing. Number one, he's going to learn that I don't give a fuck about the cops. I'll go to jail. It doesn't matter to me because my kids are more important. Number two, if it happens again, the next time it's going to be even worse. Yeah. Because my kids are more important than you. It's more important than his mom. It, that my, my kids are more important than anything else in my entire world. Including me. Yeah, including you. Yeah. Including and, yeah, I would say, you know what, it ain't the first time I've been to jail and I got friends there, so I'm good. Yeah, that's my thought. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah gun, guns are my last resort. Now, if somebody breaks into my house, you know, uh, if they have a weapon on them, by all means, I'm going to discharge my firearm and I'm going to probably hit them three center mass. Right. Because they're leaving, but they're they're going to be unalive or they're, they're, I'm just going to disappear them. <laughs> they're going to disappear but anyways, but she did also mention, because we did talk about this before, uh, Kaylee did say that um, prior to this, I mean, after the first incident, but prior to this shooting, she did share that meme of Gary Plouch, who um, on camera and television shot and killed the man who was suspected of kidnapping, raping, and molesting his child. Remember, because we po- remember Brian Engel Brian, posted it yeah. on our on the Citizens of Brutal Nation, which I thought was very ironic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because he posted that, then like a few days later, <laughs> it literally happened, and they had posted the same thing, and it was like a cart, uh, like a black and white kind of cartoon type, which had it the words "How to Catch a Predator" <laughs> and a drawing of a man at a telephone booth shooting another man in the head. Now, on scene, I, as in the detective, observed a belt, holster, and semi-automatic pistol in the front driver's seat of the black Dodge, which could be seen through the window. And I later reviewed the above-referred surveillance video from a nearby business that corroborated that an altercation did had taken place at the location, which can be heard in the audio portion of the video. And the audio also reveals that sounds like multiple gunshots being fired. Prior to the shooting, the audio portion of the video reveals over five minutes 
of what sounded like a loud argument and confrontation between Major John Kaylee and someone else who, based on Kaylee's statement, he suspected was Kenna. Now, from the statements of events relayed from Kaylee, corroborated by circumstantial evidence and Major John's own comments, it appears that after making two similarly placed shots in the right temple of Kenna and Kenneth, he entered the residence where he shot and killed A.S. and then went and killed Devin. Based on the evidence collected at the scene and the location of the victim's bodies, at a further period, A.S. was shot point blank and near point blank range while lying on the floor in a prone position. Hey, hang tight. I got a question. So Devin and his little band of boys will be boys parenting people's. They live on the second floor, right? No, they lived on the first floor. Okay, that clarifies it because for some reason in my head he's on the second floor. And I'm sitting there going, how the fuck did the dude, like what's his name, Ken or whatever, how do you wind up in part of the backyard, like in the garden if they're on the second floor? I mean, No, they lived on the first floor and the major, the... the Kalers lived on the top floor. Gotcha. That's okay. why sometimes when they were coming down the stairs, they would also, because I guess right by the stairs, from my understanding from some of the articles I read previously, that his window was kind of right there too. And he would like be standing at the window watching the children. And the older brother, who was also a minor, would say that he would stand in his window and look like he was recording the girls jumping on the trampoline with his phone. Which, to me, is like he's watching the... You know what I mean? It's very right, pervy. Right, right, Very pervy. Um, now, this is what I don't understand, because it seems like, uh, based on the evidence collected at the scene of the victim's bodies, it appears that A.S. was shot either point-blank or near point-blank while he was lying on the floor in the prone position. So that means that he was down on the ground when... He was shot. Good, right where that little bastard. No, that's be. AS. That's a minor. Oh, that's a minor. I thought that we were back on death. Sorry, no, I just had a coughing fit. No, I know, and that's the minor child. So to me, he was like, you know, saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm not. I don't want to confront you." But he was shot anyways, which bothers me. You know what I mean? That's one thing that really bothers me about this. Um, but again, we don't know what we would do in the heat of the moment when if we snapped. You know what I mean? Because at that point, you're seeing red. You're not seeing people. Does that make sense? It makes sense. You see targets. Yeah. You, you're just like, you know what? Anybody who's like there. Yeah. Um, so like I said, but that, I, that really bothers me. So all the victims appeared to only have been shot once with the exception of Devin, who had been shot multiple times from very close range. The audio form from the video appears to show multiple seconds passed between the time Kenneth and Kenna were likely killed when AS was likely killed and also between the time AS was killed and Devin was killed. Now, the multiple seconds, because I don't think it took him very long to get from where he shot the minor to where Devin was in the bedroom. I believe the multiple seconds was him like confronting that child. And I wish there was audio of that if you could hear yelling because then that would almost confirm my theory. Knowing um, when you're shooting somebody is no good. Stay as calm as possible. Yeah, but if he's saying "beg for your life, motherfucker," although he would do it calmly, I can see where you're saying he would do it calmly and not yelling. Hypothetically at it. Yeah. speaking, if I had ever killed anybody, I would look at them and go, "Now you need to beg for your life." 
Come on, you can do it like a big boy. Come yeah. on. You're a big boy now. Yeah. Yeah. You want to live? Beg. Beg me. <laughs> I think I could do that, too. I would do it, too. Kindly. I think I would have much rather yeah. sit there and, I don't know, break his ribs or give him. Shoot uh, him in the kneecap. Do you know what a blood angel is? No. Okay. So the Vikings used to do it. They cut the ribs and splay them out so they look like angel wings. Oh, so kind of. Oh, okay. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. I've. They did that in. Um, wasn't it Red Dragon? Maybe. One of the victims was splayed open like that, hanging. Maybe I think so. I yeah. don't. I mean, I don't so, remember specifically, but I it's mean, called the Blood Angel, man. Yeah. And guess guess what, folks? You don't die when that happens from the splaying out of your. Really? No, you stay alive for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're not eviscerating them; you're just skinning them, huh? And breaking the ribs out of their skin. Yeah. Oh. It's it's a wonderful thing. Wow, and the Vikings did that? I'm pretty sure it was the Vikings that did that. The Norse, yeah. It's either that or the Greeks, because those are the most brutal nations. Jesus, the, no, we, no it, they we're, were. They were the most brutal nations in ancient history. Okay, I'm Greek, and we're some mean motherfuckers, yeah, but... Even more brutal than the Romans, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Romans. But are no yeah, you're right. Us. The Norse were very, very brutal. Very brutal. Um, Let's see here. As part of the... Execution of a search warrant. I conducted a search of the Black Dodge and removed the 45 caliber high point semi automatic pistol, which was holstered and secured with a snap and attached to a belt. So he like calmly holstered it again. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm done, holster it. It's, you know. Upon examination of this firearm, it was discovered that the pistol had one bullet in the chamber and five bullets in the magazine. That were what appeared to be both blood and tissue on the pistol, consistent with a close range at, uh, shot or shots. I also located an empty magazine under the seat of the truck. And based upon the evidence collected, wait a minute, five bullets in the magazine, one in the chamber. So that's six bullets. And if it's nine, that tracks pretty much. Yeah. What we need is the count. One, one <laughs> bullet, two. Two bullets. Oh, 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 oh. Um, based upon the evidence collected, specifically the magazines, magazine capacities, and empty shell casings found at the crime scene, Major John would have likely had to deliberately change magazines and or reload magazines in order to continue shooting and discharge the number of rounds which were identified to have been found during the homicide. This investigation is ongoing, but at this time, there appears to be sufficient evidence to support criminal charges for murder in the first degree for each of the four victims and burglary on June 19, 2023. Major John was booked into the Shoshone County Jail for four counts of first degree murder and two counts of burglary. Come on, Kellogg, Idaho. Boys will be boys. Remember, that's all he was doing. Right. Boys well, will be boys. Then come to find out because... You know, the police said after they showed up at that first exposing incident that they were going to notify the DA and have the DA press charges. Well, after this shooting, people looked into the records at, with the county and no charges had been filed. Of course and no not. investigation was pending. Yeah, you know. So the, they weren't doing shit. I like small towns. Don't get me wrong. But. There's I some hate small, small towns. Town There's so much gossip bullshit. in a small town. No, there is. There, you know what's faster than having fucking fiber optic for your internet like we do? Small <laughs> town gossip. 
faster than 5G, damn you. <laughs> Way faster. I tell you what, man, 5G ain't got shit <laughs> on, small on small town, town gossip. So for those of you that... Especially if there was a party line. <laughs> oh, even without one. Let me tell you all how it works, even without phones, okay? So you're in town. Okay, and you live on the outskirts. You live way out there, a couple miles out. You're in town, and you got to pee. Let's just say pee, okay? And you, you sneak to the side of the general store, and you're looking around because, you know, you can't make it to the outhouse. You just got to pee, and you take a quick pee. Psst. And I swear to God, as soon as you're finished, nobody, you didn't see anybody. But you walk around the court. You just peed on the side of the damn building, didn't you? you said no, I peed and said, "God, the, the the dirt, we're we're good." I even covered up like a cat, and uh, everybody in that town's gonna know in like uh, two seconds. Like you're gonna get home. And, hey, I heard that you uh, that you peed. It took you about uh, you know thirty seconds, and you zipped your zipper up. You're wearing your your zippered Levi jeans and your cowboy boots. Thankfully, you didn't get any on your boots, and it shot it shot out of you about three and a half feet. And you're like fucking a man. <laughs> the wind was blowing out of the southwest at 1.2 knots, and there was a caterpillar that was crawling up the side of the building next door. Totes. Totes my goat. Fucking nothing moves quicker than that. Oh, my God. Have some meat, bake a pie? Everybody knows about it. Everybody. About it. Oh, man, she made herself an apple pie, didn't she? That's going to be good for their dinner. I'm pretty sure they're having some steaks for dinner. That'd be pretty good. Make sure they got some grits in there. Hey, Bob, go make sure they got enough grits, all right? Because we can't get off the road. It's flooded out. That's horrible. It's, fucking, it's the truth, though. It's fucking, it's the worst. The good thing about small towns, though, is this. Mm-hmm. Because um, <clears throat> we've ran into this. Um, if your neighbors are hungry, nobody goes hungry. That's true. You don't even have to go to your neighbors and say, hey, man, we're out of food. We all know. Yes. Because, you know, let's say we're just going to use Bob. You know, Bob got, you know, hurt, and you guys ain't out there doing a whole lot of farming. So guess what? Even if we don't have a lot of food, we're going to bring you things. We're going to bring you some grits. We're going to bring you some okra. We're going to bring you, you know, uh, some meats and things like that. So that way there you can survive. And guess what? On top of that, we're going to go over and start doing some farming for you. Now, are we doing it for pay? Like, hey, man, go over and help Bob's family because you're going to make... No, we're going to do it because it has to fucking get done. Right. You know, it's it's way different in today's day and age and out here in a big city. Right. Because now if your neighbors are hungry, number one, you probably won't know about it. But number two, even if you do, most people go, fuck them. Exactly. And as much as I don't like the Mexicans next door because I've I've made peace with them, but if they were hungry... I guarantee you they, that I, I'd have groceries on their front doorstep because that is how I was raised. Exactly. Exactly. And I was telling, because I was telling um, one of our guys in San Quentin, um, you know, our friend for <coughs> a couple of years now. Right, right. Um, I was telling him that, you know, nobody, I mean, according to my mother, I mean, we never... We always had food because, like I said, we had an active dairy farm. We, you know, we always butchered, uh, you know, a calf, you know, one of the male things every year. And then. um, It's called a steer, if you remember. Yeah, I knew that. I couldn't think of the word. Leave me alone. If it has balls on it, that would be a bull. No, it didn't. We we castrated, then it's a steer. Yeah, I don't even know if we castrated before we butchered it, but we always raised one specifically for butchering every year. You'd probably. Yeah. Either. I, I'm against banding myself. 
I mean, what banding is is it's a you giant really tie the rubber band around it. Yeah, there's a yeah. there's a machine that you use, and it's kind of like if you see my fingers, it's got three prongs like this. Yeah. So you put the rubber band on while it's like this, then it spreads automatically. Mm-hmm. And then you put it over the testicles, and then it's got a clamp, and you use it like that, and it releases it, and it cuts the blood flow off, and basically the they eventually fall off. Yeah, they fall off. Yeah. I'm against that. For a couple of reasons. Number one, because you're a man. Well, no, because it causes an, it can cause infection, so you have oh, to keep a okay. close eye on them. It's cruel because yeah, it's because painful. I do have to, I have nuts. Yeah, I wouldn't run. You know, it, it's way easier to do what uh, we did, which is called it's called Bloody Sunday. So uh-huh. you get all your calves together. Usually, it's after church on on Sunday. Put them all in the arena. Is that where the song "Bloody Sunday Sunday Bloody Sunday" comes from? from no, you I'm too, kidding. I that was, no, it was a different. It was you have riot. A, you have you have one person that's called a cutter and one that's called the healer. The healer's job is to put the rope around the fucking ankles of the calf, trip him up onto his side. The cutter comes in and you cut it. And then there's a uh, cauterizing tool that you use. Uh, you put it in a in a hot fire. It's shaped like this too, but it's shaped more like this with a with a tine in the middle. Yeah. And you put it over there and, psh, and you cauterize it. And it, it cuts down on infections and give them their shots and all that. Right, shit. right. No, That's, that makes sense. I mean, I don't remember how they did it because I was kind of young. Well, it, it's traumatic but, for the yeah. cow. It really is. Either way, it's traumatic for yeah. the cow. But there's reasons. There's health reasons because you can't have a bunch of bulls because a bull is going to breed those cows literally to death when the cow's in, uh, you know, ready to be bred. Uh-huh. A cow, a bull will breed that cow until it is damn near dead. Yeah. Like, it'll keep on a hump, and it doesn't care that she's already pregnant. Right. Um, so there, there's I, health I'm reasons. I'm like a dog. A cow can't get pregnant more than once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there, there, there's just a lot that goes into that uh, when it comes to raising Well, and cows. isn't there, like, um, alpha-type things with more than one bull, too? Oh, not just that. There's alpha females. Oh, really? Oh, there would be females I don't remember that on the dairy farm, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you'll have a female calf that she's like the, she's a lead bitch, and fucking she will try to kick your ass. Okay, so she's like the bottom bitch in a hooker ring. <laughs> exactly. And I used to use what's called a two-by-four trick. Right, right. So I carry a big two-by-four with me, and people from the state be like, that's cruel. No, I'm educating. And you watch <laughs> over your shoulder, and as soon as that fucking twat starts running at you, you step aside, take that two-by-four, and you swing like you're Babe Ruth, then you're going to hit it out of the park. <laughs> your point to left field first. I break that goddamn two by four and she'll go right to the back of the herd. She's like, okay, girls, this is the deal. Whatever he does, it's okay. You want to know why? He just fucking pulled out that can of whoop ass. And he's the alpha now. And he is now the <laughs> alpha of this herd. And it's like, right. goddamn right I am. Because there's two choices in that because I found this out the hard way. You're either going to control your herd or you're going to die. Right. It, they, they'll stomp you. They don't, they, have, they don't give two fucks. See, and I never experienced that with the dairy farm and I'm wondering if I don't know if it's because, you know, because you have more control over them when you go down and bring them up from pasture and everything. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, you know, but I do remember that when we retired one bull and we're introducing the other bull, we had to keep them separated because the big bull was like, fuck that shit. You're not taking my bitches. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. But and our bull was mean. Yeah, so was ours. We, we, we had a couple of different bulls going on for different different parts of the herd. Yeah. yeah. I could talk cows all day. And I know. keep it in mind, I have no desire to ever, ever, ever raise cattle. Ever again. Right. Ever. Fucking ever. That is a job. Whether it's a dairy farm or fucking, your, you know, raising what we did was just Brangus. Right. It's it's some serious hard work. And, you know, especially with your larger, a little bit more aggressive cows, 
you're gonna break bones. I've I've literally broken almost every bone in my body, um, and most of it was working with cows. Okay, yeah. I just like I said, we had the active dairy farm, so you know we always raised one male calf up until we butchered him. We always butchered at least two pigs every year. Grandpa raised chickens. We had rabbits, and my grandpa had a huge garden. So we never went hungry. So I was telling him, I said, you know, we never really went hungry and everything. But there were times when, like, towards the end of, you know, before canning season again, harvesting season again, when things got a little low. And my mom, if anybody needed food, she would always take what we had in our cupboards and give it to them. And I remember saying one time, Mom, why are you giving them that? It's basically all we have. She goes... Because I know we won't go hungry, but I don't know if I don't give them this, that they won't. And that has stuck with me. So you know what I mean? So there's all that. But yeah, small town gossip is horrible. We got off on a tangent. I noticed that. I was like, where did we go with this? (laughs) We're pretty far into this fucking episode. Are we doing the update for the next one? Let's do a second episode of the update, the other one, because that one's going to be a little longer, too. All righty. But yeah, I didn't expect this one to go this long. So yeah, so we're only updating the Idaho Father's Day murder today. Sorry about that, Putting people. Fucking Alcatraz are cold and flu in my cup. Do you want to do the outro? Or do you want me to do it? Go ahead and do it. You do it better. I don't know, man. Okay. You want me to do it? Give it a try. Fuck it. I mean, I've never really done it before. Have you memorized it? Kind of a little bit. Remember, if you have any questions or comments, please email us at brutal. Nation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, or wherever you get your blogs. Go to Facebook, you know. Join our Facebook discussion group, Citizens of Brutal Nation. Become a fan on Brutal Nation. And you know what? Just join the discussion because we have a lot of fun in there. Check out the store, too. Goddamn, That's buy right. Some Check merch. out the store and buy some merch, people. Poor motherfucker now. That's right. Don't make me have to go back you to the know, truck stop and start giving head for money. Yeah, I was going to say, don't make me have to, you know, work Scott like, a, like the bitch he is. <laughs> and, you know... I think that's everything. And if you're hearing this on anybody else's podcast or, you know, station or podcast, they are lying, thieving bastards. Oh, wait. Copyrighted 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. And you have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers.